0: yo 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 what is up to all my rainbow mafia alphabet kinky rainbow mafia you already know who it is it's your host danny x mr x however you want to refer me to and welcome back to the kink experience so this is going to be episode five and we are going to Dive a little bit into the dom-sub-relationship dynamic. I'm not going to go over everything. I'm just going to go over a little bit of information, you know, and you already know. Um, Just do, take what I give you and do your own research, but yeah. So before we get into the juiciness, like always, I'm going to go ahead and do my plugs, do my info, do my rundown. So, what's been up with me? So, I got a new job, and um, and school starts next week. So, it's going to be kind of hard to uh, record these episodes, these podcasts. So, I'm going to probably have a day, pick a day, where I can record multiple episodes and then just schedule the upload and as you already know nothing is changing as far as it's going to be live raw uncut unedited so what i say right here is what you get and um if you want to you guys should follow me for the updates on some of my social medias. So the first one I'm going to plug is Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at underscore the Danny Experience underscore. And I made a new Twitter, guys. I made a Twitter for the podcast. It's Kink Experience underscore. Let me just make sure. But yeah, I made a new Twitter for the podcast. Yes, it's k- at Kink Experience underscore um yeah so follow me there i'm gonna put all of that in um the description of the podcast so you guys can follow me and if you as always if you want to be a guest or you have some topics let me know via either the danny experience on instagram or kink experience underscore on twitter So, yeah, and also I take my water breaks, I forgot to get my water, so let me go ahead and pause, see, now, that's (laughs) the power of being able to pause and and resume, so now I have my water here, let's go ahead and crack this bad boy open, (sighs) yeah, yeah. So again, any water companies out there want to sponsor somebody who loves water, drink it throughout the podcast, let me know. All right, so we're getting into this episode. So this episode is going to be Dom Sub Relationships. And when I say Dom Sub Relationships, I don't mean guy, girl. It could be guy, 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 girl, 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 girl non-binary Um, Trans It could be anybody It's just someone who Just wants to get into this situation Someone who is Being the dominant one And someone who is being the Submissive one So I I go to say it like this Because in my podcast I am trying to bridge The LGBT community And the kink community together Um, So I don't want the um I don't want the kink community just being like all straight. I want you know I want to include everybody in uh, everybody who wants to experience kink. It doesn't have to be necessarily for just straight people. So and so let's get into it. So what is a Dom sub relationship? So As always, I do my research and it says a dom-sub relationship is like any other relationship except the couple is engaging in some form of BDSM or, you know, bondage, discipline, dominance, and submission, And it is a clear power exchange or a power difference between the two people. And if you hear the people outside my apartment, they always take their dog out. So you're going to hear that. Um, So pretty much one person is being a dominant, like I said, and one person is being a submissive. Um, And all this can vary. Like it could be like a master and slave dynamic, a daddy and a little, like DDLG, uh, daddy down, little girl, or DD. Um, LB, Daddy Down, low Boy, you know, and like I said, it's not just, you know, male, female, it could be anybody under the rainbow, whatever you identify as, um, there's also owner and pet, and I'm gonna get more into that a little bit later, they say this and masochist, you already know, one who likes pain and one who likes to inflict pain, and it's dominant and submissive the DS, and that's what I'm going over today, and in the DS relationship, um, like I said, you might want to explore the power dynamic in the bedroom, or doing sexual play, but um, there are times where people will like to um, do this 24-7, so and that right there is a whole world and of its own um so i'm gonna hop into let's see let's see let's see let's see i'm gonna hop into like what's it like being in a dom sub relationship so it's pretty much like any relationship like, you you can go on dates, you you know, um, just being around the house, you know, you can go out in public, you can hang with friends, family, drink, bar, whatever, but there's always that hit, or there's always that power play that's, you know, in the background, so, you know, you always know you have to I'm going to get all the way into that. Like, you always have these guidelines to follow. You always have these rules to follow. You always have to be on your best behavior unless you're a brat. And then, you know, your daddy or your Don will take care of that. But there's always some power play in the background. So, so in public, they say in public, 95% of the time, you're, like, doing normal stuff. And then it's that 5% of the time where you're, like, teasing each other, and, uh, you know, power dynamic is evident, but no one else will realize but you two, you know, because some doms have signals, um, well, actually, most doms have signals to make sure they sub, or their little, uh, girl, um, LG, or whatever you want to call yourself, that's the submissive, make sure they're okay, um, you know, communicate these subtly, because, like I said before, um, these people who participate in, um, BDSM not necessarily want their lifestyle to be out there for everyone to see, so, um, and then there's, like, teasing things where you go out in the public and maybe you, um, tell her, like, you're the dom, you tell her, like, hey, don't wear any underwear, um, go commando while we're going on this date, or, you know, you have a, a remote control vibrator and stuff, um, or, you know, just, just little stuff like that, that's, like, public or whatever, uh, but, like I said, no one really knows about YouTube, so, in private, And private things get a little bit more heated, you know, because that's where, you know, that's your home, that's your kingdom. I like to call it my kingdom um, and I'm the king of my kingdom. So this is where you can do whatever your heart desires. And I I say that when you're in your home. So that goes for if someone comes in my home, they have to respect me and they 100% have to respect my sub, if I had one, I don't, um, because it's my house. And if <laughs> if I'm if um we're sitting here watching, because I'm not a sports person, but if I'm sitting here watching uh esports and like my sub or slave or whoever you know I have at the time, I tell them to make me dinner, or they kneeling at the door like that. It's my house, and And whoever I invite in, I trust not to put my business out there so I can have it, you know, you can have it however you want to do it. It's your life, you know, Um, if it's up to me um, and I have a sub or slave uh, and I'm inviting friends over, the only thing I will, you know, request my sub to do is to make sure she has on clothes or you know, she is decent, but everything else still goes. My rules, my, you know, guidelines, make sure you're doing this, this, and that, you know, and stuff. Like, I don't care who's here. Make sure, you know, only speak when spoken to, and you need my permission. So, but that's just me, um, and everyone's, you know welcome to do whatever they would like to do and then there's you know kinky events so so kinky events fall between public and private depending on what time the event is um there's play parties you know um and this you may want to you know publicly display what you guys are into you may you know leave your sub pet whatever on a leash around you know the area with nothing on or laundry on or whatever water break (laughs) and of course the dom knows what to do and you as the sub should already know what to do as well in that situation and it all goes back to communication, making sure you guys have things or rules set in place and guidelines set in place. So, you know, when you do go to these kink events, um, one, the, par- the the power dynamic is still there. And, um, like, make sure, like, uh, everyone is respected, you know what I mean? So... And that goes for anything. That can goes for if someone tries to play or touch your sub. And, you know, or if the a sub, because, like, some people don't follow rules and some people do what they want. Or if a sub is trying to talk to or get with the dom. And there's different, um, let's see, different, how do I say, dynamics to it. Like, maybe, like, so subs are... In my opinion, like, this is going off my own opinion. Subs are, you know, tied to, like, one dom, in my opinion. But doms can have multiple subs. So, just make sure you talk and make sure you know what you want out of this kind of relationship. Um. So, what are some guidelines to follow? So... Let's see, some guidelines to follow, like I said, always have great communication, you must, you know, be able to, you know, articulate how you're feeling, and, um, if you're comfortable, uncomfortable, make sure you're talking to your partner about it, make sure you talk about your wants and desires, um, and doms, make sure you're listening, like, make sure you're listening to what your sub needs, and make sure you're listening to what they want, um, and subs make sure you're listening to your dom as well because um, they have needs and wants and desires as well so just you know come to an understanding um compromise so you're like you're unlikely to find so, someone who's into all you're into or you know um not into what you're into so or into something that's, you know, a little bit out of your realm or out of your territory. Territory, excuse me. Um, but just make sure you compromise in some areas. It doesn't have to be a big com- compromise. You can try it. And if you don't like it, you can say, hey, I really don't think uh, this is for me. And that's all comes with limits as well, like hard limits and soft limits. Um, and that all ties into communication. So... But you may try something you like and you want to implement it in your relationship. So another big one is don't judge. So um, don't like this says, like, if you do um, your partner, you know, make clothes off and stop telling you things that are important. Um, Don't judge if they're into something and you don't, you know, necessarily you're not necessarily in into it don't judge them for it because like you, no one wants to be kink shame everyone is into what they're into you know what i mean so just don't judge and you know be open-minded and um like i said if that's something you're not into something you're not willing to try in a relationship just voice your voice your concerns um yeah don't think you know it's disgusting or say words like that because like that can hurt either party feelings you know what I mean and you and then like then you're like going into that territory where hey is this really gonna work you know um <laughs> or they may feel ashamed of whatever they're into and now they think whatever they're into is disgusting and reality it may be normal because like some people are into this is off topic but some people are into like blood play which they like drinking people blood and and cutting people open and and just get turned on by blood and and some people find that not appealing at all you know what I mean and including my myself I don't really like. You know blood or bodily fluids and stuff like that so but I'm not gonna call it disgusting and like they're into what they're into you know what I mean so and then like overall just have fun like have fun um just this is meant to be fun it's meant to be something you like something you're into just have fun so if you're thinking of starting this kind of relationship like just make sure you have fun and and stuff of that nature. So, how to start this kind of relationship? So, say you're like over here, like, all right, I wanna transform it from my everyday relationship and I wanna get into a Dom sub relationship and you do not know where to start. So, just like any relationship, hold on, water break. Make sure you communicate that you want to start this. But say if you're single, right? And you you want this kind of relationship. So you can, like, meet someone or either online and in person and, you know, get to talking with them and build rapport. But there's also, like, if someone is already into the kink scene and you're not, there's always a vetting period. This is, like... A period of time where, you know, you see how this relationship goes or how it's going. You're communicating and everything before you make it, like, official. Because, like, in my opinion, when you make things official, you have two things. Like, there's two things I can go about it. But, like, it's not, you don't have to do these things. But I like to do these things. There's contracts and there's collaring and things of that nature So um, So yeah To get started Just like You know You talk to them You you know You build this relationship With them Like If you like their personality How they look And you know You go on dates And stuff like that Um Just make sure You are talking And bringing it up Um And Conversation Um Yeah so, how do you think you meet people? So, there's a couple of different ways you can meet people that are into this kind of scene. So, you can meet people at a thing called a munch. So, a munch is um, pretty much like um, a regular like outing with people who are in the same BDSM scene. But this is in a completely... Um, Vanilla setting So it could be at I saw one for the beach I saw one for a restaurant I saw one for a coffee shop um, And you pretty much just sit down And uh, you're talking with other people Who are like minded So you can meet people there You can meet people at um, Kinky events um, Those are like events That it can range from like Just like learn about, like, whips and leather and stuff to actually go into sex parties and dungeons and stuff like that. Um, you can meet people, like, on just regular, like, social media. You meet people on FetLife. So, FetLife is, like, a kinky dating site. Um, and if you meet people on, like, a, like a regular app, um, they have, like, a normal profile, just make sure you don't out them, um... Because, like, like I said, a lot of people don't really, you don't, they don't really, um, put their business out there like that. So, you don't really want to, like, just out them out the blue. Because, like, you don't, you don't know, like, what can happen. Um, they may lose their job because of it, or they may lose people close to them because of it. So, just... Make sure you keep it on the hush hush if you're talking to them, and all that jazz. Um. Also, let's go back a little bit. Um. About like transforming your relationship from, you know, a vanilla to a, to a dom sub or you know, a BDSM kind of relationship. So just. Start out with some kinky communications, like ask some kinky questions. Like say like, hey, so I'm a dom, so I'm always gonna go from my point of view because I don't know how subs feel. So you could go like, hey, so have you ever thought about, you know, being not in control, like giving up all your control to someone else? You can start with that question. And see what they say about it, you know. Um, you can say how you feel about bondage, how you feel about spanking, you know, how you feel just about overall like a power that a power exchange, I should say. Um, yeah, and then after all that, and you're like, okay, because um, this can be a loving like relationship and like a regular relationship or it could be strictly you're a dom sub and that is it you know what I mean so and then so I'm gonna go back and touch on some stuff so once you do all that jazz and you're like all right I think and the vetting period is up and you're like all right I think I want to take this a little bit further because these relationships can last A month or they can last years You know what I mean Anywhere in between Um, You can do a BDSM Kink contract So Contracts So contracts I know like you guys Have watched that Fifty Shades of Grey Movie and (laughs) Like or you read the book and you saw that she had to sign a contract or whatever. So, it is sort of like that. But also, you put what you want in that contract. You know what I mean? Um, so, I'm going to read this right here. It say a DS contract is a voluntary relationship arrangement between the dominant and the submissive that is enforced by the dominant to keep in order to to in to keep order in the ds dynamic um the formation of a contract generally requires an offer like the dom is offering um are you going to obey these rules these limits are you going to be myself blah 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 there's a lot to go into it um considerations acceptance and a mutual intent to be held to the contract, and the purpose of writing this is to ensure that both the dominant and sub, um, I don't know what else that says. <laughs> so, um, I, I'm guessing in so the dominant subs, you know, have some cor- some sort of uh, I guess, paperwork. Behind it Um, But my thing is You're not always tied to the contract Just let you know Um, You're not always tied to the contract Like there's things Like if you want to break the contract You can, it's not like by law Or anything I don't think But like I said, do your own research Um, If you don't feel safe Make sure you (laughs) Break that contract And get out I'm never condoning abuse, and abuse can come in all forms, physical and emotional. So, yeah. um, That's not my realm, so I'm not too sure. I just know, like, I don't know. I just know, like, some people have contracts and stuff like that. And then there is another thing called collars or collaring, to make it official and a lot of this is for um people who are in either in a pet play or um people who are you know it could have a lot of meanings behind this collar you know um it could be like a training kind of thing training and play or it could just be ownership you know so like Um, according to this website, um, there, the two type of, the two types a submissive should have in terms of collaring could be one for play and sub training. So pretty much, um, so when you put this collar on, they know a, they're about to uh, have a play session, or be there, about to go through sub training, because, like, um, if you're new to this, and, uh, a dom may want to train you to be a good sub, or a good pet, or whatever you want to be called, so, uh, they'll put these colors on you to make, to know, like, hey, now is, training time so you now is dynamic time because you may not have this 24 7 you know dynamic between you guys but once the collars come out you already know what time it is um so it says the purpose for these collars is to train the sub submissive and get them in a pri- mind the proper sorry Mindset for a scene And like a scene as you all know Already I've talked about it It's just like a uh, uh, Like a BDSM kinky scene For whatever you want to do Um Says before a play session Um uh, Okay so this is like This person is telling their experience Like says before a play session Um their dom will have them kneel And, and he'll put the collar around their neck Um and then there's other times if they're being bratty or disobedient, they'll put a a, a collar on and um, extra tight to, you know, make them remember their plates as a submissive. So whatever works for you. Um, yeah, do whatever works for you. And because in my opinion, I would definitely do that. I love that's the thing I love. Playtime and I love training So I will definitely have One for each so I will have one To show hey this is playtime And then I'll have one hey This is training time And then you can have this one Like a discreet everyday Like Color um, For them to wear everyday uh, So these Um Collars are kind of like little short necklaces or, sh- like, necklaces that have these, like, uh O-rings on it. Or it can have whatever your Dom, um, choose to put on you, honestly. It doesn't have to have a whole, uh, uh, a whole symbol behind it. As long as your Dom gives it to you, in my opinion um, and it's discreet, and you know what it's for, and they know what it's for, you know, it's all good, but these necklaces aren't really obvious to the ones, uh, that are in the vanilla scene, but people who are in the kink scene, the BDSM scene, um, they, they know what what it is, and <laughs> so you may get some looks for from it if you're collared up. Um, um, so, yeah, sorry about that. <sighs> I guess someone's cutting grass outside or something, so it dis- distracted me. Wow, I'm already at 30 minutes, and I'm not even halfway through. But, all right, <laughs> so... And then there's, like, a collared ceremony, guys. So, if they... And people do it different ways. This one says when a dominant decides to make a lifelong commitment of owning their submissive, um, they'll do a collaring, like, ceremony. So, it's much like a wedding. Um, the dominant sub will usually say vows and witnesses may be present. So, I never collared... Uh, I have colored someone but I haven't um I haven't done a a ceremony or anything. Um and it was more like a I own you color and and not like we're gonna be lifelong commitment colors but I have sent someone in color before. So I was gonna say (laughs) this is not my like room but um sorry, I'm gonna get back to this. It says the Dom will also the Dom will then collar the sub, and they will be dominant, submissive, or master slave for the rest of their lives. Um, so it's pretty much like a wedding for, you know, a BDSM. Um, and then there could be uh, other rituals, like having a sub nil before the scene to receive their plate collar, like having a sub bring it to the dom as part of a punishment. I like that. I'm not going to lie. And putting on the day one before leaving the house um and then not all Doms color their subs for for training or call them in general, but most do, and it's just pretty much to show like ownership and and things like that so let's see what what can I get into? Because I want to get into a couple more things before I go. I don't want to make this one too much longer. Um, uh, I have a pin here. I'm going to check off the stuff I already said. Boom, boom, boom. Um, boom, where to find, boom. I did that. I did contracts. All right, so before I go, I'm going to do... I'm gonna do two more topics, so I'm gonna do, like, the, the, the types of um, sub relationships, even though I went into it, um, a little bit, but I can go into it a little bit more, because there are ones that's, like, non-physical, um, so, and this is, uh, this is, like, ones that's, like, virtual, so, like, long-distance relationship, Over the phone FaceTime Internet Texting All of that Um And yes You can have A a DS relationship That's pretty much Long distance I know Plenty of people Who do Actually have Long distance Um Long distance Uh DS relationships I've been in one And Um On both sides Actually Um As uh Uh LB little boy and I've been in one as a dom so and like I said before like that wasn't my scene and I know I was a dom after that or daddy dom after that so and then there's like total power exchange where it's master and slave and this is the extreme version where you literally just give up everything um to your master so it says, in this situation, a uh, partner assumes their roles on roles on a full-time basis, um, building a foundation and fulfilling the relationship as a part of their day-to-day lives <laughs> and not just a part of their sexual fantasies. So they live this 24-7. And then there's, you know, um, partial power, power exchange where... Um, they only exist in sexual encounters or play scenes, um, without it being day-to-day life, like, they're not living it every single day, um, 24-7 a day, but, you know, they do it in sexual encounters and play scenes, and, you know, the other time they're just living in life like they're normal and having this discreet lifestyle, so, yeah. And then the last thing I wanna go over before I go is pretty much um just rules. Um just rules. Uh d- there are there are differences, you know, um rules to have. So so rules like for subs um to do like duties tasks or services um the dom wants them to do um and you can create any other rules you want and long as long as your sub um also agrees to um go by these rules because you know that there has to be some sort of uh, respect there That they're gonna get it done But there are brats out there Who like Like to break the rules And then you have to go ahead And either administer punishment Or do training Or you know Make sure you tell them Like you're in control <laughs> Make sure you remind them Who is in control Um So And so rules, the rules you give your subs are things which they um, must abide by at all times, and then there are commands. And commands, uh, you give off instructions which only apply then and there. So for this, I'm using their example. It says, for example, you're cooking dinner tonight. Pick up three pick three recipes for me to choose from is a command. Um, it's situational, and um, you, dom- you dominate you dominant wants it in that moment. Um, and then it says, however, if you want, if you're finding yourself wanting your sub to cook for you often, then you can make this a command and the form, this command in a formal rule, such as every Friday night. You should text me three meal choices, and once I've chosen, you'll cook that for the evening. So, like I said, that that's command, like, oh, pick out this, and you'll cook this tonight. I mean, pick three of these, and I'll pick, and you'll cook this tonight. Or it is a rule, meaning every Friday night, you um, pick out these choices, and I'll choose one, and you'll cook it. So, Yeah. And then there's so many rules There are slave rules um, There are sex rules There are house rules um, And Like Those are pretty fun (laughs) It can be sexual, non-sexual You know There are public rules And I If you're into this Or if you want to get into it And you don't know um, Where to start Make sure you have In my opinion, make sure you have your house rules and your public rules um, down packed um, because those are the two, like, you're going to interact with. And then sex rules, you know, you can make that up because you're not having sex 24 hours a day. Um, But the house rules, you're living together especially, or if they're coming over all the time, and the public rules, especially if you're planning on going out, make sure you have those two down packed in my opinion um and then there's remote rules this is like the virtual ones where you know they may not you may have to go on a trip or something you make sure you have rules like hey you must text me when you want to go out or you must um you must send me pictures or you must make sure the house is clean while I'm gone um things of that nature and and I know you might think, hey, this sounds like a borderline abusive. It is not. Um, unless your dom is taking advantage of you. Um, it is not. And if they are taking advantage of you, that is a bad dom. A bad a dom is not supposed to take advantage of you. They're not supposed to just make you do everything and anything they want. No, that is not what they're supposed to do. They are rules to this shit, literally, (laughs) so, yeah, look, it says, remember, being a good dom isn't about commanding your sub what to do whatever they want, you know, it's pretty much making sure you are both consenting to this, and it's not abusive or emotionally abusive, so, just communication and if you do feel that way and you're listening to this podcast and you feel like your dom is not listening to you uh your wants needs and desire get out get out that relationship or talk to your dom and if it's not changing get out of that relationship because that is mental and emotional abuse just letting you know um just make sure you go back to if you have a contract, go back to the contract and uh, make your concerns. Because Adam is gonna listen, and Adam is gonna change up if they need to change up, and not just you know telling you do whatever they want to want them want. Uh, let me take that back. <laughs> let me drink some water on that. Adam is just not going to tell you to do whatever, you know, they want you to do. So, on that note, um, I don't, I don't have any experiences to share this week about it. I am hoping I can get some experience and get some insight into it. Um, I only, there, just those two instances I'm talking about where I, um, Was in these kind of dynamics They're both vetting periods And they both didn't last long So Yeah, I can't really give you Too much insight on it But Yeah, I want to thank you guys for listening I'm sorry I stumbled over My words a lot this episode Um I, like I said I apologize But also there's a lot running through my mind, and I'm going through a lot, and I'm I got a lot of changes in my life right now, so a lot of good changes, <laughs> and I'll make sure uh, I bring that up on the next episode, which I think is gonna be about Polly. So, yeah. But I want to thank you guys for listening, and I, I want you guys to make sure you follow my social media. For Twitter, it's Kink Experience underscore, and for Instagram, it's underscore the Danny Experience underscore. If you want to be a guest, you already know what to do. Leave me a DM, leave leave me a message, um, and I will get back to you as soon as I can. If you want me to talk about a topic, you know leave me a message or DM, i get back to you when I can, and I'm going to keep trying to get these episodes out on Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, if I don't get it out, I will try to get out the next day, I have school, I have work, I'm busy, I am a pre-med major, so I'm gonna be busy, but I love creating these episodes for you guys, So, I'm going to keep doing it. All right. Peace out, my kinky rainbow mafia. Um, See you next week. Bye.